Blog Talk Radio. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does No, that's it! Hey, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Hey, beast, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Defeat does not exist in this dojo, does it? to us live right here on Blog Talk Radio. I want to always give you the invitation to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA, to like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision, and to subscribe to our show so that it gets automatically downloaded to your listening device. That is the most easiest and best way to keep up with the latest editions of The Majority Decision, which airs when at all possible, Friday and Sunday night at 10 p.m. Fayaz, how's it going, my man? Man, it is going pretty good. Not too bad. What about you, man? How's it going with you? It's going very well. Trying to finish up a long and busy week. I wanted to, ask you your, I wanted to get with you on your thoughts on, uh, I don't know if you came across any of the articles, Um really not just this week, but really it seems like in the past several months, it seems like Joe Rogan just seems to continually get in trouble for saying things, whether it's offhanded comments about Cyborg or um, most recently the comments of fried chicken and orange soda in the bloodstream of (laughs) Dada 5000. (laughs) Is there a line, and is he crossing it? I mean, do we care? I mean, I don't know, man. Somebody cares because they're writing articles bashing him about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Joe Rogan. He's going to say what he's going to say. You know, I don't think he means anything by it when he says it. I think he just says it. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think he's, he's, he's thinking about it. He's just, you know, he's going on a rant and, you know, that was his way of, uh, you know, calling the Dada Kimbo fight what it actually was, uh, an atrocity. So that's, uh, you know, <laughs> man, I, there's always going to be those people, right, that, you know, take it too seriously. And, you know, Joe Rogan, you know, he makes a lot of jokes. You know, he made the joke about Cyborg. And, you know, he makes a lot of different jokes about a lot of different people. But, I, you know, it's Joe Rogan's a comedian. And, you know, if uh, if you've ever seen stand-up comedy, those guys pretty much say what they're going to say and uh, don't worry about what other people think. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of my take on it. I mean... I don't think Joe Rogan's funny to begin with. I think he's a very solid 
MMA analyst. I think he does a good job for the UFC, but I don't think he's funny in terms of his comedy. But a lot of people do. That's cool. Yeah. Everybody to each his own. But but I agree with you. I mean, the guy's a comedian. You can't take everything that he says so seriously. Right. He's a, yeah, he's a comedian. You know, he's got his own podcast, which you know, I enjoy listening to. He's always got interesting people on there. And, you know, I mean, he's, yeah, he's going to say things, you know, like anybody. He's going to say things that, uh, you know, that offend other people. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's anybody, right? I mean, it's a, I mean, Chael Son used to run his mouth and everybody hated him. Oh my God, Chael Son, you know, and all that guy was trying to do was sell a fight. He didn't care. I mean, you th- think of all the people you've heard talk so much smack and then lose a fight and then just, you know, not even care that they talked all that smack the next day. They just don't, right? Because it's just what it is, it's who they are as people, and that's the way it goes, man. You know, while while it was kind of a while, while it was kind of a crazy uh, comment, it, uh, you know, I think that was just his way of saying, really, guys, this is what we're doing. Yeah, one of the points that one of the articles that I wrote and, and everybody will have to forgive me because I can't remember who exactly wrote it. I think it was on uh, it was on Yahoo. But uh, one of the points and the questions that this particular article posed was, since Joe Rogan is pretty much the voice of the UFC, a yeah. global company attempting to expand mixed martial arts and you know, still continue to build the legitimacy of it as a sport, does does he need to be more responsible with the things that he says being a representative of the company? And, uh, you know, I think I think maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure where I stand on that. Because I see, I see both sides. I kind of do. I, I kind of see both sides. I don't know. I mean, you hear a lot of wacky things come out of Dana White's mouth, too. You know, he's he's the head figure, right? You hear, you hear a lot of wacky things come out of the fighters' mouths, too, and, you know, it just is what it is. So, you know, I mean, again, you know, and Joe Rogan will do what he does, and, you know, he'll probably say, hey, you know, I'm sorry if that offended anybody, but, you know, I I, I don't think he meant it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't I, mean, I don't either. I don't think I don't think he meant it yeah. like – I don't think he's a racist because he said that. No, not at, that not at all. Not at all. Not a shit, not not at all, not at all. He probably just went on some crazy rant. Couldn't believe what he yeah. was watching, like the rest of us. And that's just how he expressed himself about it. You know what I mean? Hey, re- real quick, man. I just want to say uh, thank you to everybody for all of the um, birthday wishes. I appreciate it. Okay, I don't get older. I get better, and uh, that's the way it is, man. That's the way it is. So. Uh, you know, it's it's only a number. It's all I'll be 25 in my head forever, except when I wake up in the morning and I'm all stiff and I gotta get up and walk around for 10 minutes to make everything move again. Very cool, man. Well, happy birthday. Well, thank you very I much. Missed, thank I you very that, much. I missed that uh, Facebook announcement there. Usually, Facebook you know, you know, up on people's birthdays. You know, it it does, it does. I think uh, it reminded me that. Uh, Last year, I put on a Dragon Ball Z wig and uh, samurai sliced my cake. 
<laughs> I remember that. So, I remember so, that. So, uh, you know, I haven't had that much hair in a long time, and I lost that wig, and I think I'm buying an afro for next year. Nine two nine four seven seven one zero seven seven. You want to give a call? Wish the black belt happy birthday. He'd appreciate that. Um, <laughs> staying in the vein of Joe Rogan, um, it, so his contract is coming up in a couple of months. Can't remember exactly when. I guess it's somewhere in the summer. My assumption is he'll he'll stay with the UFC. Even though he did mention that perhaps he just kind of feels like maybe it might be time for him to move on to something else. He has been doing it for a long time. Should Joe right. Rogan walk away? What does the UFC do? I mean, who gets his spot? Brian Stan? Can Brian Stan work with Mike Goldberg? Do they change the team out completely? I have no idea. I think it'd be interesting. I have to no see. idea. You would have to put. I mean, you'd have to put somebody really good there. You have to put somebody there who knows what he's talking about. It, it would have to be another guy who trains or has trained, or you know, something to that effect. You know, I hate to see Joe Rogan go. That's a long time. They should, I mean, he shouldn't walk away from it. I just had a listener text in and say they should never get rid of him. They probably won't get rid of him, but Joe Rogan has mentioned that he could just walk away from it and be okay right. with it. But uh, I think they'll throw some more cash his way and, and keep it in there. He's like the Larry Merchant in boxing. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about all that. I think uh, – I think Larry Merchant is uh, drunk most of the night and uh, when, when he's calling a boxing match and has no idea what he's talking about. But, uh, you know, what do I know? Well, nobody watches boxing anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. That's true. That's horrible. Well, unless it's, it's so horrible. Pacquiao or uh, Mayweather's on the card. Right. You know, if a tree falls in the <laughs> woods and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, if he, if he ever hears that, I just want to give a shout-out to Chris Leinhardt-Jones. I got to meet today briefly at uh, work. He had a buddy in there. They were buying a car. And uh just want to talk. shout-out to him. Good luck to him next week. He's got a prelim fight in Bellator. It's the second one before I guess he's going to go main card. I think he's ten and three for pro, one forty five er. So uh, best of luck to that guy. Very nice. What kind of car were they getting? Um, I don't know. His friend was buying a used car, and uh, I didn't really get too involved in it. I just, uh, I kind of started talking to the guy, and next thing you know, I, I uh, you know, I, he he told me, you know, he he'd fought for Bellator. He told me he was an operations engineer first. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. He goes, and then, uh, you know, we both, uh, he said, you know, me and my buddy, are, you know, we're both professional fighters. I said, oh, well, that's cool, man. I, you know, I started talking to him a little bit and, you know, things like that. So, so it was kind of cool. It's kind of neat to meet, you know, local guys, up-and-coming guys that are, you know, trying to make it on that scene. I, th- I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without without question, definitely. Um Another quick little hit here before we get into UFC fight night, which is tomorrow night. Hey, you know um, who's fighting right now, don't you? Chet Congo. Yeah. In the Bellator cage as we speak. Yeah, he hasn't taken one on the chin and fallen over yet. So uh, props to Chet Congo. 
spare parts Congo in action. <laughs> How old is he now? He's got to be like 45. No, he's not 45. Check, Check's probably only 36, 35, 36. I don't think he's that old. We, never, we don't know. Though. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Oh, we'll have to find out. There's a guy that looks like a superhero, right? But just couldn't get couldn't get past that lower mid card tier in the UFC. I don't you know, know you know what I said. You know, you, you know how they check Congo's downfall was check Congo just and still as I'm watching him fight now, it just never got fully rounded out, man. You know, he yeah. came in as a great stand-up fighter, and it only lasted him so long. It only lasts you so long, man, and not in this game. Eventually, I mean, look at the look at look at a lot of the light heavy and the heavyweights now, man. Some of those guys are excellent grapplers too. You know, so I mean, you just you can't be that way anymore. It doesn't work. Nine two nine four seven seven one zero seven seven. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook, the majority scissors. So, so Chuck Liddell says he knows the blueprint to defeat John Jones, and not only that, but I think Chuck believes he could not presently take out John Jones, but uh, maybe back <laughs> in the day. You know, as much as a fan of Chuck Liddell as I was, I don't think um, I don't think Chuck Liddell could beat John Jones on John Jones's worst day. Right, not now. I don't think so. No, 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 no. I mean, in his prime. I mean, I don't think so. In his, in his, when he was on top of his game, you know, before I don't know, man. You know, Chuck Liddell always had that that you know that crushing knockout power, right? Yeah. Uh, and that was the thing with Chuck Liddell. He knew how to get in there, and he knew how to you know he, he knew how to hit somebody. So. You know, the, you know, there was always that, right? There was always that. Um, you know, John Jones, just freak of an athlete. And, you know, that that would have been interesting, man. That, that would have been an interesting one to see. You know, if uh, but if Chuck's planning on coming out of retirement to fight John Jones, <laughs> mm, I don't know, man. He, I bet Bellator Chuck, could, could uh, find a fight for him. <laughs> nah, you know. Chuck's, Chuck's living the life, dude. Are you kidding me? He's like, uh, I, I don't know what he does. He, he does something for the UFC. And he's living the life, and he's having a good time, you know. I, I, I don't know why he'd want to do it. Man, he, you know, he accomplished what he, he accomplished everything he needed to accomplish. He, I don't know why he'd want to do it. I'd just, I'd just stay away if I was him. Yeah, that'd be a mistake. He, he's already oh, yeah. beloved and, you know. He 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 had a big part in bringing the sport into the mainstream and one of the first big superstars of MMA. So his, his legs yes. was set without question. Let's get right down to it. Tomorrow, well, I won't say tomorrow night because it's over in London, so I guess there's a little bit of a time lapse there. But uh, right there, so really, all that's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I guess right if the there. show's at 9 o'clock in London, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon here. And it's a fight right. pass card, which is an interesting move. 
to put Anderson Silva on a fight pass, uh, I, obviously with the hopes of, of building up some subscriptions or at least some trials to get people hooked in on it. He's facing yeah. Michael Bisping. Before we get into that fight, let's just take a little quick look here at uh, the rest of the main card. Um, you know, it, the preliminary card is what it is. They pull a lot of local London guys, which makes sense. But, you know, there's some other names on there. Norman Parks on there. Uh, Christoph Joko, Chris Dempsey. Guys like that. Guys that are still working their way up. Um, the yeah. co-main event is a pretty interesting fight to me, and it's uh, a, a middleweight fight between Gay Gordon Masasi and uh, Talos Lytus, uh, two guys that, that at one point were considered to be top of the heap in that division and uh, now are trying to find their way up. I mean, what do you think about this matchup? I, I think it's a good matchup. Interesting stylistically between these two guys. <laughs> I think, you know, I think, that's a, I think that's a good fight, man. I think, uh, you know what, I want to go with Musasi on that one, but you never know, man. Talos Lytus, he might actually show up in a fight. You never know what Talos Lytus you're going to get. And uh, you always know what Gegard Musasi you're going to get. So, I, th- I think I'm going to go with Gegard Musasi on that one. Yeah, I mean, you, you know Gegard's going to come in. He's going to look like he doesn't want to fight, like he's not interested, like he's thinking about something else. He always looks like That's, that, doesn't he? <laughs> he just looks like he's not interested, but he is. He just looks like just, he, it looks like he just time. woke up, and they carted him out <laughs> on a cot, and they rolled him off of the cot right in front of the octagon. And they're like, hey, wake up, man. you got to fight now. It's crazy. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. I wrote an article on this guy several, several years ago, and I had at the time dubbed him <laughs> the best <laughs> fighter not in the UFC. And of course, back then, back in the two, late 2000s, that was uh, could make a pretty good case for that. You know, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I just I think if Talos Fighters can get this fight to the ground, he can win. But I don't think he's going to be able to outbox uh, Musashi. Definitely not. That's a that's that's a bad night for him if he doesn't get to force Musashi into the grappling. But Musashi's not that bad of a defensive grappler. So no, like I said, I like this fight a lot. Yeah, Musashi's actually a good uh, a good grappler. You just don't get to see it a whole lot. So so I'm hoping. uh, You know, I, I want him to win that fight. I do. I'd like to see Gary Gardner Saucy, you know, get somewhere, you know, and he's a good fighter. I'd like to see him be able to showcase that a little bit more and, you know, maybe make a run. Talos Lytus, I mean, he's awesome too, but uh, you just, again, you just never know which Talos Lytus you're going to get. Lytus is coming off of his uh, a, a loss to Michael Bisping, but before that he won eight in a row. And right. Five in the UFC, so he was pretty hot. <laughs> Michael, yeah, Bisping got a hold of him and cooled him off. Musashi's just—I don't know if he's kind of struggled to adapt to the talent level in the UFC. Um, you know, he's not been terrible, but uh, I think I would have expected a little bit more from him than, than what we've seen. But he's fought some it, tough it, guys. It, too. You know what's weird? It doesn't look like he's fought a whole lot either. No. I haven't seen him. Fight, I haven't seen him fight a whole lot. I don't know if he's. 
I don't know. I don't know if he was injured or or what it was, but uh, it doesn't seem like he's fought a whole lot. So I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the deal is there, but uh, you know, hopefully he'll uh, hopefully he'll showcase tomorrow night in London. Well, let's let's take a look at this main event here, and this is an extremely extremely interesting fight. You know, ten years ago. When these guys made their UFC debut, they made it like, I want to say, a couple of weeks apart uh, when this thing debuted on The Ultimate Fighter or won it. I can't remember. Uh, just the, the next show was Anderson Silva, you know, <laughs> destroying Chris yeah. Lieben. But right. even before that, they fought in the same promotion. They fought in Cage Rage. So these guys have been circling the waters around each other for years, but have never crossed paths in the cage. And finally, yeah, they're going to get fought. it. Never fought. That's uh. <laughs> so I think uh, you know I've always said it in the past. To me, like Michael Bisping cracks me up because he's almost like he's almost like uh, uh, British Chael Sonnen, right? So. He uh he so so they show they showed a, a face off right they're outside in London and whatnot I don't know if you saw that video or not and um, mm-hmm. you know Big Spring's Big Spring's running his mouth and whatever and then he puts his hands up and Anderson Wood and Anderson puts his hands up and is like you know you know you know playing with his nose or whatever and Bisping's like and Bisping starts screaming Anderson needs a tissue Anderson needs a tissue or something like that it was. Kind of weird. Then Anderson, then, then Bisping puts his hands out, and then Anderson won't shake his hand. He's like, "Come on, Anderson, what about respect and and martial arts and and all of that? Great, you know, great, great, you know, great role model for the kids." And I guess Anderson walked away, saying, "I'm gonna punch you in the face or something like that." So, so, uh, so we'll see how that plays out tomorrow. I don't see that fight hitting the ground too much tomorrow. No, I think it's I think it's an actually I think it's a great matchup on paper. I think this is a very interesting fight. There are a lot of questions to me about Anderson Silva right now. The guy, uh, you know, say what you want. I know he he was coming off of a pretty nasty injury, uh, obviously, uh, in his last fight against Nick Diaz. Uh, a lot of people I don't think give Diaz the credit I think that he deserves in the type of fight that he fought against Anderson. Uh, Diaz is usually yeah. a lot more aggressive, and he fought real controlled, and he used his distance really well, while still maintaining all of the crazy stuff that he does, slapping at him and all that. Um, right. I, I, I think I think the question there was Anderson Silva is his is he back? Is he back mentally? Has age caught up to him? Because age is undefeated, father time is undefeated. That is correct. And, I, I'm interested to Unless see you're how Randy Couture. comes out in this fight. Unless you're Randy yeah. Couture or Dan Henderson. Unless, <clears throat> Unless you're Randy Couture, Dan Henderson, and Hoist Gracie, apparently. Not if you're dotted well, up 5,000, though. Not if you're dotted up 5,000. As long as you can need somebody in the growing. Yeah, as long as you can yeah. need somebody in the growing. Right. So, so you know what? I think Anderson Silva's always going to have those skills, right? Whether he is... You know, they always say the power is the last thing to go. 
right? He is known for knocking people out. He's probably still fast. He's probably still pretty elusive. Um, you know, is he gun shy though, right? That's something you got to wonder. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that, that's exactly the question. I mean, is is he there mentally? Is he still a killer? Is, yeah. is he still does he still have the killer instinct in him? Um, and I just I just I'm not sure. I think I think Chris Weidman and Chael Sonnen popped the Anderson Silva bubble, the stigma because. And you and you could compare him, in my opinion, you compare him a little bit to Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's kind of got to the point to where he might have guys beat before they even ring the bell, just right. mentally. Right. And, and Anderson Silva was that without question. And, right. and, and and but now that that bubble's gone. Guys don't fear him anymore. I don't think. I don't think Michael Bisping fears him. And and I heard Michael Bisping a couple of one-on-one interviews, and then. I, I listened to Anderson Silva and Michael Bisping. This is Anderson Silva to me has come across like this is just another fight. And I know that's kind of just him, you know, he's, yeah. he's a laid back guy, but this is Michael Bisping is treating this fight. Like it is the biggest fight of his life. This is his title fight for yeah. him. This is, this is, this is his championship fight. This is the fight in his mind. Well, I think that is, I think that, that is going yeah, to show everybody that he belongs. the top. Right. It's going to yeah. throw him to the top. It's going to say, hey, you know, put me up there, man. Put me up there and, you know, let's let's give me a shot at the belt. Give me a shot at the belt. Now, you know, Bisping, man, as tough as that guy is, I don't see him beating Luke Rockhold. But, no. you know, we don't even know if he's going to beat Anderson Silva yet. So, you know, let's see see how that plays out. I think uh, Bisping's probably going to have trouble with the reach on that one. But if he can get inside – how Anderson reacts to it, man. How how he reacts to getting hit, because you know, for what it's worth, you know, Bisping is a good athlete. He's a great kickboxer, and uh, he's he's pretty good defensively on the ground now. Yeah, he is. And for years, I don't think I gave him enough credit, but he he, he is. He, he's really turned out to be turned into a a really well-rounded fighter. I mean, he's not really a threat on the ground. He's not a knockout threat. But if there's anything that we know about him, it's that he doesn't get tired, and he's very precise, and he has no That's wasted right. movement. And he, I, I think, man, I hate to pick against Anderson Silva, but I just, I, I don't know, man. Think Michael gets I'm really done feeling Michael Bisping. I'm, I'm really feeling Michael Bisping on this one. I really see, am. I just see, think I was going to pick the underdog too, because I know everybody's picking Anderson Silva. I'm going to pick Michael Bisping. I'm going to say Michael Bisping gets it done tomorrow night. And uh, well, that's a five round fight too. So he's going to have a he's going to have a he's going to have a tough time ahead of him. Don't you know? Don't let the age fool you when it comes to Anderson Silva. That guy is is still amazing. It's still in there. It's you know. Much of it is he going to let out tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, that's the question. Is he going to be there mentally? Is he going to be, you know, can he turn back and and just? I don't want to say turn back the clock. I mean, the guy's only the guy's forty, but uh, you know, he, he like you said, he's still it's still in there. The precision is yeah. still there, even if he's a few steps slower. Uh, the precision yeah. is still going to be there. And, right, and he uh, hasn't um, taken a lot of damage in his career. So, I mean, you know, he's 
he's you know he's there. He I think that guy's there if he wants to be there. It's just you know how how bad is he gonna? How looks like you said how bad does he want to still go in there and just and just kill people? Yeah, I'm 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 excited for this fight. I'm really tempted to go ahead and pick up maybe the trial just to be able to watch this tomorrow. <laughs> the fight pass just for that fight. Yeah. I mean, I, I I I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard what? to pull the trigger on that, especially when the, the there's other means still readily available. <laughs> for those oh, of absolutely. you that know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about because that's how I'm going to end up watching it afterwards, <laughs> about two hours, about two hours later, on a video. So yeah, I'm not going to say where, but yeah, that's uh, that's happening. <laughs> That's horrible. So, did, if you're listening out there, kids, get Fight Pass. Nine ninety nine. Yeah. So nine ninety nine. parts job cutting grass. Spare, Pay for it. Spare parts Congo gets the win. Bellator one fifty. Congratulations to him. He does. But that's gonna do it for this edition of the Majority Decision. Don't forget. Be right here, back with us on Sunday, 10 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, all of those great things, and, of course, Blog Talk Radio. Again, we appreciate everybody for listening. Follow us on Twitter at MajorityMMA. Like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision. And that's going to do it. We're done. Thank you.